Joshua Cribs turns disaster into a score! Ugly, misformed little creature who has no purpose here, no meaning. I am a human being. Wash it down with one beer, two beers, three beers, a shot of whiskey, a margarita, and a bloody berry. And I said, Stone Cold, why have one when you can have them both? Swung out and drilled. Deep right center. Away back. Gone for Tony. Irving and Curry, one-on-one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. Uh, Senator Hillary Rodham Clinton? Awful. How is she awful? Kate's freedom. And now, Any Given Podcast with your hosts, Brendan Ward and Ethan Simpson. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Any Given Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ethan Simpson. And I'm Brendan Ward. Again, thank you for tuning in to Any Given Podcast. We are back, finally back, plenty to talk about. We got some hot takes. The Browns have themselves a new quarterback after a whole saga of last week. We'll get into that a little bit later. First, we wanted to get into some NBA and Major League Baseball, just simply because it's the less hot of the two to- of the three major sports. We'll get into football later. Don't worry. That's what we do here at any given podcast. So first... The Cleveland Cavaliers, since we last spoke, the season hadn't even started yet. That's okay. We took a break for a while, a little mental health, getting ourselves right, and and we're back. The Cleveland Cavaliers are currently number six in the Eastern Conference. They are currently 41-30 and 30 in the standings. They are playing LeBron and the Lakers Monday night. LeBron now second all-time on the scoring list, past Carl Malone Sunday night. The sixth seed in the East... 11 games to go. Does it surprise you, Ethan, that the Cleveland Cavaliers are now a, are, are, are a playoff contender this year at all? No, no, it does not. And I'll tell you why. They have spent very long and very hard working on this team. Just like when LeBron left the first time, he completely left this franchise in shambles. But unlike the first time he left, this time they actually got it right. They weren't picking up a Tristan Thompson. They weren't picking up a uh, Dion Waiters. They weren't picking up an Anthony Bennett. Okay, they are getting guys that can play They're making great trades. Jared Allen, I mean, come on. Who doesn't love him? Tower City, baby, am I right? I mean, you can't go wrong with him and then drafting Mobley this year uh, to go along with him down there. Down there in the post has been nothing nothing short of excellent. Mobley looking like he could end up being one of those generational talents. So, So you said you're not surprised about them not being a playoff team. I'm actually, and and it was our next point, I'm a little disappointed right now centered around the Cavalier season. Because if, if, if at the beginning of the year you asked me, 
they're they're probably a borderline playoff team, probably right where they are currently sitting, six seed, possibly seven eight play in play in tournament type of team is where I thought they were heading for this year. But if you look at the first half of that season of this season, the Cavaliers were top of the East, top of the conference, winning going away against some pretty good teams. They also played one of the toughest opening schedules of anybody in the National Basketball Association for the first 20, 30 games, and they still were doing that. So so when I say I'm disappointed, it's because of injuries. They lost Ricky Rubio, who was integral into their thing, and I know they traded him away later in the year for Karis LeVert at the deadline, but LeVert's a better player. You, you kind of got to do that, and you already lost Rubio for the year, which was the year he was going to be here anyways. But then you add in Sexton, who has, who's has who been gone all year, and, and you could... I know a lot of people argue that Colin Sexton probably won't be on the team next year. I think I think just the slide that they've had towards the end of this year proves that Colin Sexton has a place on this team. Then you add in Jared Allen's finger injury, and, and, and he's been out for a while. Lavert's only played a handful of games since coming over. So I'm very disappointed because I watched a Cavs team who very much looked like they were not only playoff contenders but possibly could sneak into that Eastern Conference Finals if they could get a good matchup in the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe an NBA Finals, but I won't go too crazy. So so for me, the Cavs went from early in the year, first half of the year, being a Finals contender to now, thanks to injuries, sliding into that sixth seed, and that's probably where they'll end up being. Thankfully, that, that means they get to avoid the play-in tournament, but they're probably not going to host a first-round series like we would have thought just a month ago. Yeah, and and that's my point exactly like you were saying. With the injuries that have happened, and when I was talking about Jared Allen, him coming in and the way that he has helped his team earlier in the season, and then, of course, he does go down with the injury. But the way this team has been able to compete since then, yes, I know they haven't played as well as they were, uh, earlier after the All-Star break, but this is a completely different team, like I said, from the first time LeBron left, first time LeBron left, a couple guys go down, who do you have? You have a bunch of bench players that don't really have that confidence and swagger that you see from these young guys that um, the Cleveland Cavaliers have picked up and their draft process, uh, or through their draft process, um, they are turning into a team that you will see in the finals here in the next, I would say, two years, three years, if if they continue to play like this and stay healthy. I mean, and I truly agree with you. They're young. They've, they've got it right. Um, speaking of LeBron and this team, uh, I'm of the ilk that says LeBron should stay in in Los Angeles, just right off into the sunset, begin his Hollywood career. But but I do understand the intrigue from a lot of people that are like, hey, the Cavaliers, their only big hole is the small forward position. LeBron James really isn't doing anything in L.A. Russell Westbrook, for some reason, has fallen off a cliff in terms of his performance on the court. Anthony Davis has has more injuries than a, than a guy with glass bones. Uh from SpongeBob, 
he's just never on the court. Mm-hmm. So LeBron is just kind of, for the last two years at least, is just kind of playing out his playing days over in L.A. Do you want him on the Cleveland Cavaliers? Uh, like like they said, during, uh, during and after the All-Star break, Dan Gilbert made it very clear there is no spot for LeBron on this young Cleveland Cavaliers team, which I... I would agree with because what does LeBron do? What is LeBron known for? He's known for coming on a team that's already established and just completely destroying that roster. Look what he did to the team after the 2016 championship run. He got rid of all the guys, not all the guys, but a good amount of guys that helped to try and bring in people like Clarkson and whatnot. And you saw how that happened. You know what happened? He ended up leaving two years later. So... Yeah, I, I agree with them. Don't bring him on until it's his last season and he wants to do a farewell tour with the Cavs. I'm all for that. But keep him away from the phones in the front office. Don't let him try to mess any, you know, mess anything up. Just tell him, hey, old man, you're here so you can leave a Cavalier. That's it. Uh, understandable. And I, I totally get your point. Here's where I'm at on the LeBron thing. I do agree that in the past, LeBron has blown up these teams and it doesn't work. And I absolutely do not want that to happen to this current Cavaliers team. I do not want this current Cavaliers team to trade for the current 38-year-old LeBron James. However, if LeBron James, after his contract next year is up next year, decides that it's time to just fit in somewhere not not go and be the guy go and fit in somewhere i think they're hard pressed to find a better small forward even 19 years into 19 years into his career so 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 with that in mind i will tell you that right now with under the circumstances that you laid out lebron's going to come here at 40 million dollars a year he's get, he's going to want control he's going to want to trade people he's going to want to bring in some bigger superstars Absolutely not. Zero zilch. Don't even entertain it. However, if LeBron's like, hey, I don't want to sign with the Lakers and doesn't want to go to another team because then it's his fourth team in his career and then he's just ring chasing at that point and says he wants to come back to the Cavaliers. They have a young core. They should be, like you said, title contenders for the next couple years as long as that young core stays intact. So if LeBron wants to come in and be plugged into that three spot, and, and, and not be the guy. You're you're not our superstar. Darius Garland, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley are our superstars. You're a role player, and it, it's going to be hard for LeBron to accept. He's one of the greatest of all time. He's not exactly what you would call a role player. It's what happened to Carmelo Anthony when he went to Oklahoma City. He didn't want to be a he. He wasn't good enough to be a starter still, but he didn't want to call himself a role player. LeBron's still good enough to be a starter, but if we bring him into Cleveland. He has to bring be a role player. I don't want LeBron at $45 million a year with GM control. But if you're telling me I can get LeBron at $15 million a year and he sits at, sits at the three and plays his role and Darius Carlin, Jared Allen, and Evan Mobley are still the stars, sign me up. Because I think LeBron, even at age 39-40, would help that team win a championship. I totally agree with you, though. If he, comes, if, he, if he wants to come here and try to take over this Cavs team and blow it up again... Absolutely not. I like where we're at with the Cavs. The Cavs are fun to watch. They might not be the best team in the league yet, 
but they are fun to watch. Every game, they're competitive. They play defense. They're young. Darius Garland is a budding superstar. Evan Mobley, like I said earlier, possibly a generational talent. Jared Allen, probably the be- one of the best centers in the league, just considering that Anthony Davis can't stay on the court. LeBron, I think, would help out, but like you said, if we got to blow up his team to have him, sayonara, stay in L.A., go do movies. Yeah, and I don't think LeBron's capable of that. I don't think LeBron's brain functions like that. There's a wall there between uh, rational thinking, the better of the team, and me, 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 money, me, money now, fame, you know, everything should be mine. There's a wall that cannot be broken down. He cannot figure out how to do what's for the best of the team. It always, he has to be the star anywhere he goes. So if, if he can't accept that, because look, LeBron, fantastic player. I have his 2016 NBA uh, champion bobblehead in my room of him holding the MVP and the, and the Larry O'Brien trophy. Look, he brought us that championship. Awesome. But he's also done so much bad for the city of Cleveland. Let's be honest. But I, he just can't do that. It's not the type of person he is. And that's what happens when you have grown men across the world kissing your ass when you're 15, 16 years, or since you were 15, 16 years old. Your brain, his brain developed that way to where he cannot... Uh, go between being the king and being LeBron, I'm here to help. I I, I tend to agree, unfortunately. I don't think, and which is why kind of like, I don't think my my plan is really possible because LeBron is going to have to be the guy always. I know he keeps bringing in these superstars and he's passing the torch to Kyrie. He's passing the torch to Anthony Davis. When all reality, he's passing the torch to LeBron James again. He just wants LeBron James to win another title. Um, I just think, man, there's got to be at some point where you're like, all right, I'm older. Uh, I'm almost at the end. Let me just take less money to win. Let me, Because that's what matters, right? Unless you're just playing basketball to play basketball, unless you're just one of those guys that just love the game and want to stick around, all that matters is winning titles. Other than that, it ain't no important. There, there's no reason to even stay around. Just go. Just you've already done everything you need to do. Go, just, just keep your body right. Go, go hang out with your family. Go give, go give Bronny some more, uh, some more coaching tips because you're gonna need him to make the NBA. Uh, hot take there. Uh, but, but, uh, but yeah, I just you gotta. LeBron's gotta realize that he can't make fifty million dollars a year. And be part of an integral championship team anymore. It's just, he tried. L.A. tried. They tried giving him everything he wanted. They gave him Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis. That whole team is full of different names. Guys, a couple years ago, you'd have been like, no way LeBron gets him. Kendrick Nunn used to be a dog in Minnesota. Uh, there's so, Malik Monk, what happened to him? Why is he on that team? And, and it just doesn't work. And I know a lot of people will sit there and blame Russell Westbrook. For, for, for what's happening in L.A., but just don't. Russell Westbrook is one of the best players in basketball of all time. You don't average a triple-double for multiple seasons in a row and just because you and, and, and are able to call it scrub. 
I, I, I can't stand people that are, like, I, I know he's not playing well, and I'll agree he's not playing well, but I can't stand people that keep coming at Westbrook. That dude is one of the best players to ever play the game of basketball. End of story. Just the way it goes. Yeah, and, and he's, he is uh, Mr. Triple-Double 2.0. He is the big O, uh, you know, reincarnated with triple doubles. That's just a thing. And it, he goes to L.A., and he's playing on this team with other superstars, and he's not hitting threes and whatnot, and everybody's like, oh, he's washed, blah, blah, blah. And it's I, I feel like it's just pissing him off even more. Yeah. It's driving him insane, and it's getting in his head. They're calling him uh, Westbrook now. Yeah, uh, He doesn't like that. It's Westbrook, Westbrook. It's all ridiculous. Don't come at some West dude. Westbrook. Yeah, don't yeah. come at some dude uh, that, that that is in a league that you couldn't even make on your best day. Like, you, you couldn't... I, yeah. I, I don't like disrespecting players. And, and, and it's part of my job to kind of tell them how it is when they're not playing right and stuff like that. But... But but to come at somebody who's playing in a league, that w- in a sport where like you couldn't even make a college team, or, or or a high school team, like don't don't come at somebody who who is widely considered by his peers one of the best ever. But we're gonna go ahead and move on from basketball because we could talk about Russell Westbrook and everything all day if you want to. I can I, I can. It's time to get into baseball and the greediness of the MLB owners. And the lockout that ensued. It is finally over. Opening day is supposed to be on April 7th. Uh, I, I say supposed to be, but it's it's going to be April 7th. They finally agreed to a new CBA between the MLB and the MLBPA. After like a month of lockout, they missed, they missed all of spring training, really. I know they're doing like an abbreviated spring training right now. But really, we're already into when the season was supposed to happen. I think the first Dean's game was supposed to be like the 26th of March or the 22nd. Yeah. Uh, Somewhere around there. Um, But at least it it happened and there is going to be a baseball season. It could be like uh, the 94 season. Yeah. Which from what I've been told, uh, my dad and his buddies all talking about how great it was back then. Uh, the Indians were supposed to win the World Series in 94. They were on their way to, and then the lockout happened. So uh, I'm happy baseball's back. Uh, as you know, Brendan, and, and probably as most listeners of the podcast know, uh, my Tampa Bay Rays are looking pretty damn good this year. And they're looking to make it all the way to the ALCS again, and hopefully that next step into the series. And also, you know me, I'm a, I'm a big D guy. That's hey, Diamondbacks. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's sure, Diamondbacks. Sure right? it is, Ethan. Let's sure. not get it twisted there. Sure it's Diamondbacks. Uh, <laughs> let's not get anything twisted there. They're not... Obviously, looking as hot, that's a whole different thing. But that's the NL. You know I'm an AL guy, born and raised, so I'm, I'm riding with my Rays. Uh, I will put money on the Rays, go to a sports book in Vegas, 
and put some money on the Rays because they're looking good. They have kept this team that has gone to the World Series. Yeah. That that has made it deep in the playoffs consecutive years in a row. And uh, they, they've kept it together and they've added even more pieces to complete that puzzle. So the craziest thing about the Rays to me is they seemingly moved on from Blake Snell at just the right time. It was, it, yeah. it was almost like when, when, when here in Cleveland, they got rid of, uh, they got rid of Corey Kluber. It, it happened at just the right time. Like Kluber yeah. hasn't been the same since he left Cleveland. Snell hasn't been the same since he left Tampa Bay. Two years ago when they were in the World Series, Blake Snell might have been possibly one of the best pitchers in baseball. Last year, nothing. He wasn't even like a a threat really. Like he he played he played decent and he but he he wasn't Blake Snell. He wasn't back to himself. So it seems like if he gets back to himself this year, by all means, Snell might make me eat my words in a couple months, and, and he might be like in the Cy Young race or something. Who who knows? But but going off of last year, it seemed like the Rays got rid of him at the right time, and and they traded him like a week after that World after the the loss in the World Series, and I think me and you both were like, what the hell? And and then the Rays, like I said, like you said, another postseason run last year, pretty good team. Prime to do it again this year. I'm excited to see the Rays play ba- play baseball. Maybe even more excited than I'm, I'm, I am to see this Cleveland team play baseball. Yeah, um, we're talking about this Cleveland team, you can speak for yourself. Uh, I'm not excited to see anything about it. I hope they fire sale that whole team and send them elsewhere. Because as far as I'm concerned, there is no professional baseball in the city of Cleveland, Ohio. We, we get for a am... little bit, man. Like, I'm going to give them a shot because, and I'm angry, and people know why we're angry. I'm going to give them a shot, but I'm telling you right now, if, if, if they trade Jose Ramirez, which has been on the docket, has been on some conversations, there's been articles, ESPN has talked about it. If Jose Ramirez is not in Cleveland Past, past the next couple months, I really hope there's room on that raised bandwagon for me because I need, I'm done. I can't do it. You are no longer actively trying to win games. You are actively rooting against a franchise that unfortunately lost a big part of its history at the lat, at the beginning of this year, is losing a big part of its history at the beginning of this year. So you're already destroying history. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. Now you're actively trying not to win. Yeah, um, yeah, you're you're more than welcome to come down to this uh, Tampa Bay, down to Tampa Bay, because trust me, if you've ever been to Tropicana Field, uh, they need some more asses in those seats. I'll tell you that. I definitely like. If I had to pick it, I think in my in my age now, like I, I obviously I, my teams are my teams because of how I grew up. And, and what was rooted for around me and stuff like that. It's the reason I support the Cowboys and the Browns. Um, so, but if I had to pick a team now, it'd probably be the Rays just because they're cool. I've got buddies that like them, like you and some other friends. They got good colors, which I feel like is a big thing for me. I wear hats. I, I need I need stuff that has colorways that I'm going to wear. I'm not, I can't be a Marlins fan because I don't want to wear purple, blue, black, and red. 
Like, I don't want to go, yeah. like, it, it's such a crazy colorway for them. It's just, they even throw orange in there every once in a while. And it's just not something I want to, like, so I need good colors. The Rays have good colors. And so, so yeah, if Jose Ramirez isn't in Cleveland, I'm telling you, I'm done. Because you're, they are no longer, they already destroyed history. And now they're no longer actively trying to win baseball mm-hmm. games, which is just, it's, it's, it, it would, it's like, it's, it's just unheard of. It's like starting Johnny Manziel in 2022 on a football team. At that point, you're no longer actively trying to win football games. Speaking of football, let's go ahead and get into it. It's going to be the topic of our conversation for the next however long till the end of it. NFL free agency started next week. The new league or last week, the new new league year started last week. Tampering, legal tampering period started Monday. Uh, you know, as that happens, things start coming out. People start signing everywhere. The Browns haven't done much in terms of significance in 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 free agent signings. They uh, they 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 cut Jarvis Landry. They cut J C. Treader. Uh, looking like they're gonna move on with Nick Harris as the center uh, rookie from last year. Uh, I actually wrote in here. Not gonna go into free agency too much detail. Browns and my Cowboys haven't really done anything. Just re-signed some people that that they kind of needed. The Browns did bring in defensive tackle Taven Bryant. Um, but but other than that, they really just re-signed um, themselves. Trades are really what we need to talk about in the NFL because it has gone nuts in the last week and a half, two weeks. Starting with Russell Wilson being traded from the Seattle Seahawks to the Denver Broncos. Now, it's been rumored for a couple of years that Russell Wilson wanted out of Seattle and nobody really knew just how bad. Russell Wilson apparently wanted out of Seattle so bad he was willing to go to the Denver Broncos, who I think we all could argue had, prior to this year, the worst quarterback in the AFC West and might have even been the worst team in the AFC West should the Las Vegas Raiders not be around. But even the the Raiders made the playoffs last year. Russell Wilson ends up going to the Denver Broncos. They all Seattle also gives away a fourth-round pick. In return, the Broncos give the Seattle Seahawks two first-round picks two second-round picks, a fifth-round pick, quarterback Drew Locke, defensive defensive lineman Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant. What a haul. Uh, who won this trade, and and why did Denver win? I was, yeah, I was going to say Denver definitely won that trade. Obviously, uh, they have weapons at wide receiver. Um, and I'm not not taking any shots at the Seahawks or DK Metcalf or anybody because I would love to see somebody like DK Metcalf on the Browns. Nah, give me Tyler but Lockett. Denver has or Tyler Lockett. Yes, Tyler Lockett as well. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. Forgot your name. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that a change of a change of scenery is good for Russell Wilson. I think it had been coming for a couple years now, a few years now, more than a couple. Um, and I, I think this is a turning point in his career. I He's starting, I would say, um, the next chapter in his life, if that, yeah. if that makes sense. And I, I could see hip, I could see him taking the Broncos to another Super Bowl. Um, I was going to say a couple, but I, I on the safe side, I'll just say one. 
taking him to one, him winning one more ring. I think it's safe to say he'll probably win at least one more. If you ask Russell Wilson, he's going to be in Denver for 12 years and would like to win four or five more. Uh, but but I agree with you. He he goes and he leaves Seattle, who who since their Super Bowl runs have kind of just slowly blown that team up. They no longer really had a good defense. They no longer no longer had a real a, a good offensive line. Russell Wilson for the last couple of years has been running for his life. So he takes a look at Denver, good defense, like you said, weapons on the outside and Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick. Very good offensive line. Russell Wilson's no longer going to have to run for his life. Imagine a league quarterback like Russell Wilson being able to stand in the pocket and deliver. When that happens, you go to a Super Bowl, ask the Seattle Seahawks in year two of Russell Wilson. So, so I think it was just a good fit for him. I think it's a, a good win. The reason I say Denver wins is because is Seattle really going to start Drew Lockett quarterback or are they going somewhere else? I mean, I've got I've got a couple options for him. Malik Willis might might be a first-rounder. They could take it number nine. Dustin Crum, like like we've been harping on for a while, I think think – it's going to take a year or two, but he's going to be really good in the NFL. But I think everybody, every quarterback in this draft needs at least a year. There, there's not a, there's not a quarterback in this draft I think that can step, step in right away, and and be a an elite starter. There's, there's, there's two of them I think that'll be elite yeah. starters down the road. Willis and Crum. Absolutely, think and no, go ahead. I've yeah, and. and... And you and you bring up Crum is a good point, and this isn't me just being a homer. Yes, I get it. My last name is Simpson, but I'm not being a homer here. Dustin Crum showed out in the NFL Combine. He showed the NFL world who you know just heard Dustin Crum's name come up every once in a while. You know, if you're not a Mac guy like we are. And you're not a Kent State guy. You don't, you know, most people don't have Kent State press passes on the sidelines. Okay. That's a little brag right there on my part. <laughs> but most, most people aren't, you know, there on the sidelines right next to the bench listening to Sean Lewis talk to this team uh, and seeing how Dustin Crumb performs, you know, right in front of you, like 20 yards away from you. So the combine, he put up the numbers at the combine to show people, and he did show people. They were there was a lot of talk on Twitter. A lot of people were like, "Okay, who's who's this Crumb guy?" Or like, "Oh, I I remember hearing his name, uh, you know, two years ago." Okay, yeah. Okay, I see you. You know, running the uh, uh, running the four eighty four eighty, I think. Yeah, four eight something. Yeah, in the, in the yeah, yeah, dropping those fifty yard passes right on point to his receivers. Uh, he looked fantastic. Is it going to be a first round pick? No. Yeah, probably. Not. Unfortunate, but he's a small school guy, um, and it's a sh- it's a shame that it's a shame that the Packers went and. Um, Wasted that first round pick a couple of years ago, and Jordan Love could have waited for the guy that beat them down in the 2019 Frisco Bowl. And as I'm saying this, I'm looking at my 2019 Frisco Bowl picture of all the flashes holding the trophy. Mm-hmm. But okay, got a little too into the Dustin from the Seattle thing. That's that all wouldn't right. make I- sense. 
I set it up for you, man. I did it on purpose. I wanted you to go off on a tangent for it. Yes. But l- let's get back to it. Speaking well, of quarterbacks, what you got to say? Go ahead, finish. I was going to say with the Falcons signing Marcus Mariota today and then with the Falcons also sending Matt Ryan to the Colts, that opens a perfect little spot in Seattle for one Baker Reagan Mayfield. Yeah, well, he'll definitely. We'll get into that when we get into the, the you know. The, That's why I said just. Yeah, Carson. I know, I was just. Little... Yeah. All right, back to quarterbacks, back to trades. Next kind of quarterback domino to follow would be to fall would be Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay. Uh, he got a, a four-year, $150 million deal. Uh, the way it breaks down, it's $40-some million a year. Uh, he, he stays after all of the drama that he might leave. He ends up staying. Uh, then you got the Washington Commanders trading for quarterback Carson Wentz. The Indianapolis Colts decide that they're done with him. The Washington Commanders send a 2022 Third round pick, a 2023 second round pick, and a second round pick in this year's draft. Uh, oh, no. A 2022 third round, a 2023 second round, a 23 third round. That can become a second round if Wentz plays over 70% of Washington snaps, which they don't have another quarterback unless Taylor Heineke stays around. So he'll probably play 70% of their snaps barring any injury. So two second-rounders and a third-round pick for Carson Wentz. Then, even after Rodgers stays, Devontae Adams says bye-bye and heads and, and says that he wants to play with the Raiders. So they send they send him to the Raiders for a, for a first and a second-round pick in this year's draft. Another receiver that was on the move is Amari Cooper, who the Browns ended up getting from the Dallas Cowboys for a fifth and sixth-round pick. I actually thought it was a good move for both teams, and then now I'm really mad because the Cowboys asked, asked Amari Cooper to restructure his contract so they can keep him. He wouldn't do it in Dallas, but the minute he gets to Cleveland, he ends up restructuring his contract, and now he's he's getting it all in signing bonuses, so his cap hits only like freaking a million dollars a year. Or no, it's like $4 million a year, but still, it went from $20 million to $4 million. All that cap space he gave Cleveland, he could have gave to the – Cowboys and just wasn't doing it, so he must have wanted out. Let's hope he. But I truly am excited that Cleveland finally got a number one, a reliable number one receiver. I think. I think as much as as much as like Dallas was like, we gotta we gotta move on. He he is that dude. He's really good and definitely. You gave up a fifth round sixth, fifth and sixth round pick for a guy who's better than OBJ, who you gave a first round pick for. So, so, so it's only a win for the Cleveland Browns there. Uh, and then the final news uh, that we're going to talk about is the Deshaun Watson saga. Because all the last week after he was uh, kind of cleared of criminal charges, his trade market started going wild. And with free agency pending, people really needed to know how much money they were going to have to a lot to play to pay Deshaun Watson this year. Uh, before they kind of went on their trade on their signings, Deshaun Watson, after initially ruling out the Browns, decided that he's actually going to play for the Browns. I think that news came out on uh, was it Friday? The news came out about Deshaun Watson. The Cleveland Browns sent yeah. out 
sent out three first-round picks. So the next three first-round picks, and then a 2023 third-round pick and a 2024 fourth-round pick. And I also learned today they sent out a sixth-round pick. They get Deshaun Watson in a 2024 sixth-round pick. Uh, so Deshaun Watson is a Brown. Uh, so the Browns this season, this offseason, have brought in Deshaun Watson and Amari Cooper. If you look at it at just a football point, I believe they got better. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is, we, we'll get into Deshaun Watson in a second, but I want to get into the treatment of one Baker Reagan Mayfield and just how uh, abysmal I think they went about treating six. Because if you take a look at, at, at Baker Mayfield, he came to a franchise that couldn't even win. They won one game in two years. Uh, they, they got slightly better before he came, and then he had to deal with Hugh Jackson telling him he's the second-string quarterback as a rookie, and then he, he had to go with interim head coaches that same year. Freddie Kitchens the following year, then makes the playoffs, then gets hurt. Uh, Baker Mayfield came and turned the culture around to this team, and I, I know a lot of people say that Jarvis Landry did. Jarvis Landry started it, but Baker Mayfield kicked that motherfucking door down. Sorry for cussing. We haven't done it all all freaking episode, but I just did it now. Baker Mayfield kicked the door down, made this franchise respectful, and then they were just like, you know what? We're moving on. So they just kind of crucified my man, and I'll always have love for Baker Mayfield. Absolutely. Um, same thing. There's reports coming out after after they signed Deshaun Watson that Baker said he was going to sit out OTAs, sit out minicamp, uh, hold out from playing, blah, 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 if he wasn't traded. But this all comes out after they signed Deshaun Watson, and you have this mix of... You have the Baker haters who are like, yeah, good, get him out of here, Um we only watch when he overthrows a pass or throws an interception. We don't watch the rest of the game. Uh, those guys, <laughs> which is most, yeah. most, most people you see on Twitter.com talking about the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> the educated Browns fans yeah. who didn't like Baker Mayfield, one of the most winningest quarterbacks that we've had. Uh, he took us, he won us a playoff game, our first playoff win since 1990. Since the early 1990s. Okay. But no, this guy who had to go through four different head coaches. But yeah, it, it's his fault. Whatever. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, the, the last thing I'll say on, Baker, on the Baker thing is, to Baker Mayfield, I will follow you wherever you go. I wish you nothing but the best, and I hope you have a chance to just show people how good you can be um, because you'll always be six. Numbers don't lie, and you'll always have a home to talk at any given podcast. Yes, you, you – so – so but but before, Deshaun Watson, now that we're in there, we'll get into the 18 hours. We'll get into the 18 hours between Deshaun Watson telling, telling the Browns no and telling – then telling them, yeah. So in that 18 hours, a lot of people, like you said, decided to be pretty upset at Baker when he requested a trade. Because when even 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 before Deshaun decided to come, Baker had requested the trade because at that point they had already flirted with Deshaun. 
they already did that and Baker already re they already like every there's reports media's talking about how they've already basically by doing so said that they're done with Baker. So Baker requests his trade and and, and that happens and he he's perfectly well within his right. But I got in a fight on Facebook with a guy because the guy was like keep the same energy that you had when Kyrie said he wanted traded for Baker. It's not even the same nowhere near the same situation. Listen Kyrie wanted out of a team that was actively trying to win. The Cleveland Browns, I get, are actively trying to be better, but at his at at quarterback, not at not at point guard. Like the the Cavs weren't trying to replace Kyrie Irving. The the Browns are trying to replace Baker Mayfield. So so my rebuttal to him is, think about it like this. If you're mad at Baker Mayfield for wanting out, think of it like this. You, you've got a girlfriend, right? Imagine taking your girlfriend to the club with you and flirting with another girl in front of your girlfriend. Even going so far as to say, if you pick me, I'll leave her right now. And then the new girl says no. Now, your girlfriend just watched this whole thing, but the new girl said no. So you turn around and you look at your girlfriend and you'll be like, you're like, well, well, she said no. So I guess I'll go home with you. What what sane girlfriend is going to be like, yeah, all right, let's go home together. That is literally the exact way I put it. Except in my scenario, it was, you know, some dude in high school, you know, he's got this girlfriend, but the chick he flirts with in, you know, history class, uh, breaks up with her boyfriend or something, you know, and yeah. he just tells his girl, you know, he tells his girl like, oh yeah, I think, I think we should see other people, tries to get with this chick, this chick's like... Hell no, uh, you're just, I just laughed at your jokes, you're kind of funny, but this has never happened to me, by the way. This is just a scenario that you see in movies. <laughs> this never happened to me, trust me. But she was like, I just thought you were funny or whatever to pass time, blah, 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 I was just trying to get notes, some bullshit like that. And then he goes back like, babe, you know, it was always you, babe, I was joking, it was a joke, it was a joke. And then that chick's like, actually, I do want to hook up. And he, then he's just like, was it ever you? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, like, it, it's, Why are you acting like this? So, yeah, the, the, the anger at Baker for requesting a trade to me was, was just absolutely ridiculous. Because, exactly, you can't watch somebody cheat and then try to come back. It's just, it, it, it doesn't happen. It, it's not the right thing. It's never going to happen. They tried cheating on Baker Mayfield. He he was and he was just supposed to accept it. If you're a Browns fan that was that was mad at Baker for requesting a trade. And yep, absolutely. And I said on Twitter when he put out his thank you to Cleveland, the city of Cleveland, and the fans, not not the Browns. But when he put that out and everybody was freaking out, I was like, yeah, I, I'm not holding this against. Yeah. I'm not holding this against Baker for requesting a trade. Yeah, he should. Go for it. 
And for the Browns to sit there and do that and then try to be like, oh, we weren't like, once they got denied, like, we weren't being serious. Well, guess what? Numbers don't lie has two meanings. Numbers don't lie when it comes to Baker's stat line. And numbers don't lie when you see it and you have the numbers in front of you. You cannot lie about those numbers. All right. So, And guess what? The proof was in the pudding. Yeah. Speaking of numbers, uh, 22 is a very big number. Deshaun Watson is has been accused of 22 by 22 different women for counts of sexual misconduct and sexual assault. And we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to get deep into exactly what happened and stuff like that because at this point you know. Um, so so if you if you don't know, look. And I'm not going to call him guilty. I'm not going to call him innocent. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it's it it's very well I won't even say anything. We're going to we're going to go into what what finishes off our episode. Deshaun Watson, what is your one word reaction and then tell me why? To the Deshaun what to the Browns getting Deshaun Watson? Yeah. And if you want me to go first, I'll go ahead and go first so you can think on it and just listen to what I have to say, but if you're ready, I'll let you fly. I have, yeah, I have mine. All right, and ahead. this is a word, and and this is a word you see around everywhere. You'll see it in the grocery store. You see it uh, at your job. You see it pretty much anywhere. And that word is produce. Produce. Okay. Produce. That's Why? the first thing I thought of. Why was produce? Why? Because if you're gonna if you're gonna sit there and you're you're going to piss off your potential or you know your uh, franchise quarterback that you drafted number one overall just a couple years ago and you're gonna do all that and completely switch everything around and you're gonna put the franchise name and and uh, jeopardy or whatever people are saying online already or on sports center if you're gonna do that and then you're gonna as soon as big Ben leaves do that do you know how long that Browns fans have been making the big Ben jokes to Steelers fans and you know how many Steelers fans are now making Deshaun Watson references and jokes. If you're going to do that, Deshaun Watson better produce. That's the only word I can think of is produce. I got you. Um, so, so, so I'm a little different. My one word is going to be disappointed. We, we, I say disappointed because we've talked so much on here about being decent human beings. It's hard to believe that 22 women lied. Now, if they did and that comes out, I'll say uh, my, my tune will probably change and things like that. However, I'm disappointed because no matter what I felt about Baker Mayfield, I think it is one thing is clear, and that is that the Browns, for the first time, possibly the first time in their franchise history, have what people call an elite franchise quarterback. So I'm disappointed because I can't be happy about that. How can you be excited as a human 
when you you look at this guy who who may have possibly sexually assaulted vast amount of women and no matter how good he is on the field that's something we have to look for, look look at and he's going to get away with it he might get suspended but Deshaun Watson will play for the Browns at some point he will be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. So when I say disappointed, it's because I'm in a situation where I know that the Browns may have gotten better as a football team, but I can't be excited about that because they may have done it at the price of morality. No matter mm-hmm. if he was guilty or not, women lost the day that Deshaun Watson was traded. Because the NFL basically said, no matter what happened, because he is going to be eligible to play at some point, he is of the highest value to us. And and the, in that it says that the Browns gave up the most compensation that any team has ever given up in terms of trade compensation while also giving away a $230 million fully guaranteed contract, which is now which is now 70 million more than the highest fully guaranteed contract ever. And that's only because Matthew Stafford, who just won a Super Bowl, only got 160 million. So I'd like to be happy that the Browns have Deshaun Watson. And if it comes out that he didn't do these things, maybe I will be. But for right now, I have to sit with feeling guilty that I think the Browns are Super Bowl contenders because they might have done it by signing somebody, like you said, that has been accused, just like Ben Roethlisberger, who, like you said, we as Browns fans have crucified for two decades for two counts of accusations. Deshaun Watson has 11 times that. And that's my piece on Deshaun Watson as a Cleveland Brown. Yeah, uh, I can I can definitely see where you're coming from and everything like that. And obviously, that's not something you scoff at, put on the back burner, or sweep under the rug. Obviously, those are serious allegations. Um, obviously, he was not charged in the criminal trial, but there is always, I and mean, there will be, the civil suits going on. Um, just like in the, uh, early mid nineties, early to mid nineties, just with OJ Simpson, he, he beat the criminal trial, but he lost the civil suit. Yeah. He beat the criminal trial, but the civil suit made him pay enough. Like he was a criminal. Yeah. And then he was, that's what drove him insane when people took his Heisman. Yeah. Um, 
it's 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 truly something like I said, you you want to be happy that your team could be legitimate Super Bowl contenders, but it it's 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 really hard not to feel disgusting at the way they had to go about it. Um which is which is which is even worse considering their since their return we can argue that Deshaun Watson is the best player at quarterback they've had since Bernie Kozar. We uh on paper, as of right now, yeah, I I'm still I'm still gonna put Baker Mayfield there well, because yeah, I, I haven't seen. Okay, so so I get you. I would say like it, Baker Mayfield's up there, right? Because he's 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 it's if you if you go through and not having seen Deshaun play, I guess I can't put him on the list like you said. But it's Bernie Baker, and then if you. You wants to Sean plays, mm. you, you put him probably up there. There well, was no, one guy in between those two. Are you you gonna tell me the other six? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, Brian Hoyer, come on. All right, well, I'll give you a Brian Hoyer Homer thing, man. But 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 you know what I'm saying? There's. I know. I know. It, it's hard to be mad. It, it's hard to be happy that they ha- they possibly have their best player not named Miles Garrett in since their return to Cleveland and he's accused of 22 counts of sexual assault it's just it's 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 a stomach turning it's 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 vulgar it's sick it's you, you feel guilty if you even think you're excited and and it's just it's all I'm going to say on it do you have anything else for him man um just to go back on the Deshaun Watson thing, like uh, you were speaking on, um, just because the the whole situation going on with this, um, it seems to have Cleveland Browns fans torn, divided on this, uh, just because there are the fans that are excited yeah. that Deshaun Watson is here because... In their eyes, he's going to come in here, fit perfectly with this offensive scheme. In their eyes, he's a good quarterback. Uh, he's going to produce better than Baker Mayfield to them. Then on the other, on the other hand, there are the people that are upset with the Cleveland Browns. How could you do this? Um, do you have no morals? Same same thing you were just saying. So there's there's two sides, uh, and then, and then two sides. The, then there's the people like us that see that everything's not just black and white. We understand why people are excited, but we also understand why people are upset. Absolutely, and if you if you want to start digging deeper into professional athletes, celebrities musicians, politicians, people like that, and you want to start talking about where their moral compass lies, then we're going to be here for hours. Uh, Because there's people that... I I am nowhere near surprised that this cat still has a job. Nowhere near surprised that he still has a job. Like you said... Let's start looking at other players and other 
and and politicians and stuff like that, and then we'll really get into the deep dive of of how terrible people are. I have no. There was no surprise that Deshaun Watson got traded for and will have a job. There's no surprise there. The NFL has repeatedly told us that as long as you're good at football, you can get away with most things. As long as you don't smoke weed, you're you're all right. Like <laughs> right. like Ray Lewis killed a motherfucker and he still played. Ray Weiss beat his Guy wife. And he still, yeah, Ray Weiss beat beat his wife. He still played. Joe Mixon beat the crap out of some dude. Some dude in a restaurant. He still played. Kareem Hunt still played. It was a chick. It was a chick. Okay. So that well, even worse. Even Kareem Hunt. I mean, you could argue that he might have had some justification by what she was calling him. Um, but but he's still playing. The NFL has repeatedly told us that as long as you're good at football, we could look past. They could look past some things. So so not absolutely. And, and it's not just the NFL. Like I said, it's, uh, you know, it, it's the uh, Screen Actors Guild. You know, it's Hollywood. They can, they pick and choose. Like Jim Carrey, everybody loves Jim Carrey. Piece of I shit, hate yeah. Jim Carrey. Piece Have you shit, read yeah. those text Piece. messages that he was sending to his ex-girlfriend that committed Piece of suicide? shit human being. And everybody still loves him, like, begging her to kill himself. It was a grinch. Like, he was begging her to kill herself. Yeah, and people were like, "I love Jim Carrey." Oh no, 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 no! I I can't support this person, so I'm gonna say this. But I, you know, Michael Jackson's my favorite musician. Jim Carrey's my favorite comedian. But Deshaun Watson on my football team? Hell no, no way, Jose. But let me pop in the Thriller album and put on. Uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura. Yeah, it's like, come on, you, you can't pick and choose when it comes to things like that. You gotta, as the kids say on Twitter, you gotta keep the same energy. Look, either you're against it, or you uh, can defend the person. Yeah, but don't pick and choose. You can't say Michael Jackson's the king of pop, whatever. After all these allegations. Uh, but then be like, oh, Ray, uh, well, I just lost my train of thought. I'm trying to, why did I just lose that? Uh, R. Kelly. I almost said Ray J. (laughs) I know it was the one letter part, but you can't be like, I love Michael Jackson, but, uh, I hate R. Kelly or, you know, uh, I, I still listen to Chris Brown, but John Mayer is an asshole because he played women in his past. You know, you cannot pick and choose when it comes to this. Mm. You got to keep, like, as the kids say, that same energy when it comes to these things. We've, we, we, we've seen so many people kind of, some of that come to light around Deshaun Watson. We've seen some people that when, when things first came out, they were, they were rooting for him and you got to get better. And we'd love to have you in Cleveland, get out of Houston. They're doing this to you. And now they're trying to milk it for what for what's happening. I don't like that. I don't like that you're taking advantage of a situation for your public popularity. Uh, and if you feel like you're being called out by me right now, if the shoe fits, fucking wear it. I hate to tell you. I'm not going to call you out by name. But if the shoe fits, wear it. If, if you feel like that's you, yeah, I'm probably talking about you. 
Um, I'm, I'm 100% blunt, and we're, me and Ethan have always told you how it is on this podcast, and we've always we've always said what we feel and have no problem saying it. Just, just but, but I'm not going to keep griping on people. I'm not going to keep going about it. Deshaun Watson is a Cleveland Brown. We are going to start reporting as if he were the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. We will tell you what happens in his deposition. He's supposed to have another one Tuesday in Houston. We will tell you. We will tell you that stuff when he starts playing. We will tell you how good he plays. We will tell you if he takes him to the Super Bowl. We will tell you if he's doing having an MVP season. We we will praise him for doing good. Um, if he's doing good in the community, if it comes out that he really did this and deserves prison time, we will, we will tell you that we are, we're not here to, to coat things and sugarcoat things. We're here to report things and talk about things and how we feel. So, so Deshaun Watson is a Cleveland Brown. We're moving forward with Deshaun Watson as a Cleveland Brown. He is going to probably be the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Maybe not week one this year, cause he might get suspended, but they signed Jacoby Brissett. That might be who's your starter week one. Yeah, I, I I believe that is that's why they did that to begin with. They made that trade. I don't know why they got rid of Case Keenum. Too much money. Case Keenum clearly, but yeah, but I mean he's clearly the better he's backup yeah. over Jacoby. Prove me wrong, Jacoby. Yeah, I want right? you to. You, hey, hey, man, you come from the same olive branch. That Brian Hoyer came from, yeah. So prove me wrong. There's a reason why Belichick liked you. I like. Brissette, I'm a, I'm a player guy. I like Brissett, man. If he if he only has to play a couple games, I think we'll be they'll be all right. Brissett, Brissett did all right, and he's he's not a, he's not your yearly starting quarterback. But if he needs to fill in, he could fill in. He he's got some games in him, and he's got some talent to him, and he's got to play. Uh, he, he's playing right now. He's just the backup, and they got him on a cheap one-year deal. Really, the the reason is is they're paying him three million a year, and they were gonna have to pay Case Keenum ten million a year. They also owed Case Keenum a roster bonus if he stayed on the roster, so they traded him. That's kind of the end of it. But that's kind of all I got, man. You got anything else for him? We're uh, we're just over an hour now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got it. Uh, real fast. I. Just lost it, of course. Um, all right, so as we do every time to uh, wrap up the show, it's time for this day in sports all right. history. All right, What's March twenty, March twenty, March twenty second, nineteen sixty seven. Cassius Clay. Okay. Cassius. Well, actually, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali at this point. Greatest boxer ever. Yeah. Knocks out Zora Foley in the seventh round for the heavyweight boxing title. Uh oh. That's a big one. So Ali becomes oh yeah. champ. Ali the champ on this day in history. That's that's a good one to pull out. Look at you, Ethan. There we go. All right, man. That's that, what I do. Where we, we, we came back, we got through it. Another great episode of Any Given Podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in once again to Any Given Podcast. Where can they follow you, my man? You can follow me on Twitter at ETHSimpsonCGOD. You can follow me on Instagram at ETHSimpson. You can follow my main man, Brendan, at... At BWardCLE on Twitter. BWard52 on Instagram. Go ahead and give the podcast a follow at podcast given on twitter 
on Instagram at any given podcast, facebook.com slash any given podcast. Please do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube. We're back weekly episodes. Now we're going to get it going. You're going to want to know when we post, get in and get on it, like share, comment this video. Uh, let us know what you think. If you want to yell at us about Deshaun Watson, we're all good. What you got for me? Oh, was telling subscribe. Oh yeah. Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Hit the button. It only takes a click, man. And then that's it. That's all you got to do for me is click. One time. Y'all smash that button. Smash that button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smash that. Click it, share it. Smash that subscribe button. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your day, rest of the week. God bless. Stay blessed. And remember, remember to be a decent human and keep that same energy.